People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio. Fire. 
It's an important number. You should really program it into your smartphone, pass it out to your friends, write it on walls in, in a Sharpie, in, you know, in bathroom stalls at your high school, your junior high, the Whole Foods, Target, wherever you find yourself with a Sharpie in a, in a quiet, closed space. You should just do it. Uh, write it on a wall. 646-378-0649. Can you hear that I have something stuck in my throat like a fucking disgusting monster? Maybe I have a disgusting monster in my throat. What the fuck? This is so gross. Oh, my God. I'm going to press mute, and I'm going to, like, clear my throat. You know what? I'm not going to press mute. I am a human being. Uh, I am a human being, okay? Sometimes my throat gets clogged up with weird shit. I don't even want to think about it. Hold on. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Alexia, you're going to get through this. It's okay. You've done podcasts before. You call it a radio show. Call it what makes you happy. You can do this. Everything's going to be fine. Okay. Let's do this. You guys! Oh, God. All right. <clears throat> I don't know. It must be this weird uh, weird weather I'm having. I'm, uh, I'm experiencing in Los Angeles. I don't know what it is. I went on a hike. I went on a hike, probably kicked up some dust into my, into my throat, into my pipes. Or whatever you guys call them. Oh, God, I can't do this. I don't know. I don't think I can get through this one tonight. Yes, I can. I'm here to help you. And if I can't get through it, how are you guys supposed to get through your turmoil? Oh, my God. Uh, the telephone number is 646-378-0649. If you're too much of a pussy to call in, uh, hey, that happens. I wish you weren't, but whatever. You can totally tweet me at I'm Boy Crazy. That is the at symbol that we're all using, that we should all be familiar with, just like we're familiar with the hashtag symbol. Uh, what you want to do is you want to type in the at symbol, and then uh, the letter I, the letter M, the letter B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y. I'm boy crazy, no apostrophe. So you can tweet me your questions, and then I'll read them while I'm on the air. Um, yeah. I should just get to the phone calls because the uh, phone lines are heating up. Phone lines are open and also heating up, both at the same time. So don't be afraid to call because you think they're too hot to handle. They're not hot enough. They're just a little bit warm. Uh, should I tell you about all the shit I've been going through this week or just yesterday? You guys, I'm nearing the end of my period, and I went a little crazy yesterday. Hmm. Tell you about it after I take the first phone call of the night. And then I have a few other fun stories. I guess we'll see how fun they are in a second. Okay, area code 301. What's this fun new area code I've never heard of? Area code 301? Hi, it's uh, the East Coast, Maryland. It's the East Coast? Where Where on the East Coast? And also tell me your name, your age, and where you're calling from. East Coast, Maryland, LE, 28, Los Angeles. Exciting. Oh, East Coast, Maryland number, but you're in Los Angeles. You know, very, very exciting. Citizen of the world. It's very crazy, positive. right? I live on the edge. You live on the edge. You're doing big stuff. You're traveling here and there. What's going on with you tonight, Ellie? All right. So I have a question. I don't know whether to trust my gut or not. It's a big problem. I used to never, ever trust my gut, and now I'm trying to learn, but I still don't trust it that much. So, well, what, seeing, what aren't you trusting? What is your gut saying? I'm sort of seeing a guy who asked me out a while ago, and we didn't end up going out because I was involved with something else, but we became friends. We started hanging out, 
we did start seeing each other more recently, and everything was super great, and super wonderful um, for about five seconds. And then he decided that he had to have a heart-to-heart and tell me that he was still getting over his ex-girlfriend and he was having a hard time with it and he didn't want to, you know, have any have me have any, like, misconceptions. So in my brain, I'm like, oh, that is basically a breakup before we even started dating. So, okay, great. Uh, good to know. And um, I was like, oh, well, all right, you know, you probably should have told me before, and you probably knew that you weren't over your ex-girlfriend like a while ago, so that's that's weird, but uh, okay. And then he's like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. Like, I just wanted you to know that, you know, I just, like, I'm having a hard time, like, figuring out relationships, and so I just, like, I just don't really know what I'm doing, and I just don't know, and, and I don't really know how I, you know, feel about you yet, so, so I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if I can give you any answers. So he does this whole like backtrack and says he still wants to be with me and, you know, really wants to spend more time and like, you know, really wants to, to keep seeing me. So I say, okay, great. And, um, kept seeing him and, and things have actually been, and then I sort of called him out on it and I was, you know what, that's bullshit. You, you know, you can't say something like that. You can't, like, back out of something before it even begins. It's crazy. Um, if you don't like me that much, just say you don't like me that much. It's not a big deal. You know, but don't make up some crazy big thing. Um, and we, you know, you don't have to, like, we don't have to waste our time. And he's like, no, no, no. Oh, my God, no. I want to, like, I I have been, you know, we've been having such a good time, and I trust you, like, now, and I don't want to, you know, stop seeing you, and, and everything is amazing. And, like, please, you know, um, don't don't judge me on, you know, stupid things that I say out of fear. So I'm like, oh, okay. So <laughs> keep seeing him. Everything is actually great. You know, he's, like, lovely and attentive and smart and cool and nice and great. Um, but uh, I now just don't feel great about it. Like, I'm worried that, you know, he's still wishy-washy under it all, doesn't know what he wants, like, that my gut says, look, if it's not, if it's this hard right away, and my friends are telling me if it's this hard right away, it's just not right, like something's not right. But then when we hang out, things feel really great, and I really like him, and is it stupid to cut it off so soon? Well, first of all, okay, uh, this is something I've had to learn. Don't fucking invite all your friends into your bullshit because they're all going to be like, they're probably all ugly and bitter and like fat and annoying and like, sorry, no, no, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't, that's horrible. I hate <laughs> I hate the F word. That's so hard. So I'm just saying that because I'm mad at them. In, in theory, I'm mad at your friends because I do the same thing. What you do is, as women, we overshare all of our bullshit, and usually we're only highlighting the worst aspects of the guy we're dating. We're like, oh, he, he did this thing, and then you don't say any of the good shit the guy's done. You only say the bad shit, and then your friends, like, ultimately don't want you to be happy. I mean, like, you know, or other girls who are, like, unhappy or blah, 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 like, or they don't know, and they're giving off this, giving this advice. Like, leave them out of it. You have this is about following your instincts and listening to that, like the, you know, like you know, your gut instinct. So hold on, I've got thoughts on this. All right, now, how long have you? How long since that conversation? Okay, let me just get all this straight. How long since the conversation to now? Probably like two weeks. Two weeks, and he liked you a while ago. And when was that before? And when you initially like kind of turned him down? Six months in the beginning. Six months. So six months ago, you made a move on you. You were dating someone else. Now you're back. Hanging out. Now you're friends with him. You're single. He's single. 
and where did this ex-girlfriend come from in six six months? Like, is, what? Who is this person? Where did she come ex, from? Ex-girlfriend was a year ago. So, yeah. Okay, so a six year months ago. ago he six months he was like into you, but they broke up a year ago. Right. And he thought okay. it was going to be the one, and like she was the one, and everything was going to be dreamy. And then she broke up with him because she didn't want to have kids, and mm-hmm. he did, and he was like devastated. Okay, all right. So then, like, you guys are hanging out, and then he's like, "I'm scared," and like, and I'm scared, and I'm, and what does he say about this? I'm scared, and blah blah. I'm getting over my ex girlfriend. That's that's what he let you know. That's all he let you know. He just said he's getting over his ex girlfriend, right? Which he said, which I figured meant he was still in love with his ex girlfriend, which made me really no, obviously just, no, 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 offended. No, no, no. Hold on, but that's hold not on, what he on. meant. But he said it on, way, way on. wrong. Don't, don't tell me what you think that he meant. Tell me what he said. Yeah, he said. I had a really horrible breakup. I'm still getting over my ex-girlfriend. I thought I should be over it by now, but I'm having a really hard time getting over it. Then okay. he tried to that explain is- later that what he meant was like, no, no, he, you know, was having a hard time with relationships. But what he said was, I'm having a hard time getting over my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, but, all right, so that's before we do our girl stuff where we where we go into what the guy says and we, we turn it into our whole own story where we, we were, you know, where he goes like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting over my ex-girlfriend. I'm, I'm getting over this breakup, you know, like, and you go, oh my God, he just told me like, he's never going to love me. And he's always going to be in love with his ex-girlfriend. And like, I don't mean anything to him. And like, what am I yep. even doing here? <laughs> like, is this a shit? Like, that's what I, because I am actually, or I was, or whatever. Okay. I was dating a guy who, um, like, at one point, I was dating this guy, and he had just gotten out of a relationship, and, like, I really, 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 really liked him. And I knew he really liked me, but he was, like, kind of, like, just getting out of this thing. And everything was great. And then one night, he got really drunk, and he was, like, mentioned the fact that, like, you know, all this change is happening, and these, you know, this transitional part. And... You know, basically he's talking about the transition of, like, getting out of this, ending this relationship that he was in before me, you know. And mm-hmm. that was so devastating to me because I took it the same way. I remember, like, I burst into tears and I went into this thing where I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm not crying for you and your bullshit. I'm crying for, like, me. When am I going to meet a guy who loves me? Because I made it, I made it, I, you know, I, I, I did the same thing that you did, where it's like you don't really hear what the guy says because we forget. Oh, men have feelings; they do have feelings. I'm not saying you. I guess this is all about a man's feelings, I suppose. But like, you have to be careful not to twist what the guy says into like your own story. Like he likes this guy likes you, just like the guy I was dating. He liked me, but he's going through his weird shit. People are always coming and going from things. You know what I mean? Like we're all coming out of some relationship, mm-hmm. and it's just so. Just trust that when you're that he meant that he's having a hard time. He is entering a new thing. It is probably scary and and, and like and it does take a while to get over people. Not the best for a guy. This goes to all the guys out there. We're not your friends. Yes, maybe we say we're your friends and like ultimately we want to be best friends with our boyfriends or whatever. But like, don't tell the new girl about the old girl. Like even if the new girl asks, you shouldn't even mention it or I don't know. Like at least don't be crying about it and like fucking talking about how like you're getting up. Actually, maybe I'm giving totally horrible advice. Maybe in an ideal world, yeah, we should all be able to be so honest, but we're not. I think you can only talk about your exes in like a very distant, like 
abstract way until you're really close. Other than, you know, before that, they should just, like, sort of exist in, like, a weird vacuum that has nothing to do with the present. Yeah, let's move forward and keep things new and fresh. I don't, you don't want, you don't want to, like, hear this. You don't want to know that he's pining away or gutted about, like, the ex-girlfriend. Even, like, no. Even yeah, of course you don't want to hear that shit, but no. And this is for you. I'm getting back to, like, the advice for you or my thoughts on your situation. If you guys are spending time together and the time you spend is nice, and he stopped talking about her, and he's no longer saying, like, I'm getting over this thing and blah, blah, and it's, it's about you two getting to know each other and hanging out and having a nice time, and he's being lovely and treating you kindly, and you and this conversation is two weeks in the past and, and it doesn't resurface, then keep going with it. Like, don't, like, people go through shit. You know, like, he fucked up. Guys are not perfect. We want them to be perfect. We want them to be, like, smooth. They don't have an instruction manual, just like parents don't have an instruction manual for, like, raising their kids. He did fuck up. No new girl wants to hear the old, the, the new guy talking about his ex-girlfriend. It fucking sucks, especially if you're in love with the guy, especially if you really like him. It feels like you're being punched in the stomach. And the reason why I'm saying this is to any guys who are listening who are getting out of a relationship who are dating new girls, which is funny because, like, that's the situation I'm in with a guy right now. But anyway, whatever. Like, don't. <laughs> but I always ask. But I always ask about the ex-girlfriend, so I make a joke about it, like, oh, tell me what's going on with your ex-girlfriend so I can, like, get mad at you for telling me, you know, because that's what I do. But I ask a lot of questions, so that's my problem. At least I know what I'm doing, but I end up hurting my own feelings. But, yeah, guys, don't fucking talk about the ex-girlfriend to the new girl. And, Ellie, continue what you're doing and keep hanging out with this guy as long as it feels nice, you know, and it seems like it's feeling nice. Ah, all right. Well, thanks. But like, yeah, but, like, don't just try to – because what you're going to do is where you're like, he said this thing two weeks ago, and I'm really mad that he said it, and he fucking ruined everything. I should just cut it off right now to protect myself. It's like, no, that's not really, like, protecting yourself. That's like you're running from the possibility of something cool that you can experience. Like, you're you're just finding your way with this new guy, and there's, like, a little bit of a stumble, and things got were, like, a little bit uncomfortable – but he clearly likes you, especially if he liked you six months ago and he waited around while you were dating some dude. You know what I mean? Like, you chose some other guy instead of him, you know, like six months ago. So you're figuring it out together. But if you're having fun and you're having great sex and nice kisses and he's nice to you and you laugh together and you, like, do cool new things and hold hands and whatever, that sounds awesome. So you decide for yourself if that's what's happening and, and, then, and then follow your intuition and leave your fucking shitty friends out of it, you know? They want you to fail. Oh, my God, you're so cute. Thanks. <laughs> oh, no, oh, my God. I can't believe you're so cute. That's sweet. I take that in a nice way. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so cute. That made me so happy. Like, she was my big sister. That was great. You know what? I really needed a big sister yesterday, and I'll tell you about that in a second. But I'm going to take this. What, what, what's area code 203? Area code 203? Hello? Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Francine. I'm 18, and I'm from Lake Placid, New York. 18, Lake Placid, New York. Exciting. Okay, what's going on with you? Um, okay, so I just needed some advice. Um, when, so basically, I'm a sophomore in college, and um, I met this senior like a couple months ago, and I guess. He he asked me to like have drinks in one of our rooms or whatever, um, one time, and I didn't really want to, but 
I kept asking and asking. And so I felt like if I just said yes one time, like it would, I don't know, like tied him over for a bit. Um, and of course I was like cordial when we did, when we did finally have drinks. And, um, and I guess, I don't know, it just kind of spiraled out of control into him asking, you know, like pretty frequently. And I guess at this point, like, I'm not interested in him at all. And, um, he like totally knows that I, I'm in love with someone else and like, you know, all these things. And I'm wondering, like, how I can just finally, so basically at this point, like, he's, I've made up so many, you know, like, different bullshit excuses, you know, that I would think someone could read into, like, that I'm just, like, not interested and don't want to. Um, and I feel like I just don't know, like, what to do anymore. It's, I don't know why he can't take the hint that, like, I've never... Um, like initiated it with him and I like say no most of the time and yeah things like that okay well I want you to listen to me I have totally been in your situation a million times and it's something that a lot of girls and I'm sure every girl listening has 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 gone through like it's a female trait like we do this thing and men don't do this thing which is like so annoying and bizarre we should learn from men we are like people pleasers like you don't want to, you want to be, like, nice to the guy. Oh, he asked me for a drink. I really don't want to go. But, like, he asked me, so I guess I have to. Or, like, or I have to appease his feelings. Or I've got to be nice. It's like, you know what? The sooner you learn, and you're 18, so this is really, this is great. Like, really listen to me and, and, like, follow this advice. I swear to God, it's the most empowering, wonderful advice you'll ever get, maybe. But uh, don't ever do anything you don't want to do. And don't feel guilty about it. Like, don't feel guilty about saying no. You made up a bunch of excuses. Next time he asks, just, like, dodge him. Try not to hang, I mean, live your life. Do whatever the fuck you're going to do. Go to whatever class you have to go to and walk down whatever hallway you have to walk down or whatever, or whatever corridor you have to go down at school. You know, maybe you're going to run into him. Well, I guess I should add that it's, like, yeah. more complicated than that because like he does know a lot of my friends and like listen to I me, know Francine, his friends. Francine, hold on, listen. It's not more complicated than that. You're complicating it. It's a guy, you don't want to hang out with him, you don't hang out with him. Fuck him. You do not hang out with him. All right? Own that. It's not yeah. your responsibility. Well that's how I feel, but I don't know. So what how would I tell him like in the nicest way possible that it's just like like I've well, said, well, and he knows that I just like don't really even like to spend time with anyone. You're giving him way too much power still. Like I don't think you can hear yourself, and, and you don't, you're like maybe it's because you're you're young and and you don't you don't have perspective on this right now. But if you look back and you're older, but right now I want you to hear me as 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 best you can right now. Mm-hmm. You don't have to you don't have to tell him. You don't have to come up with any story for him. You don't have to sit him down and say anything. You just go about your business, doing the things you want to do, hanging out with the friends you want to hang out with, being by yourself because that's what you want to do. And if he asks you, like, just, just like, go on the rush or keep walking. Keep walking. Don't make eye contact with him. Avoid him. Dodge him. Or say, I can't. Sorry, I'm really crazy busy. No, crazy busy. Sorry, have fun, though. Like, be, be polite and aggressive. <laughs> and I, that's what I do. Like, the other day somebody yeah. asked me out on a date. The other day somebody asked me out on a date. And like uh-huh. I have a boyfriend now. I have a boyfriend now, and like I. Oh yeah, congrats. I, oh, thank you very much. Um, 
But, like, my point in saying that is, too, is, like, the other day somebody asked me out on a date, and, like, I I just texted a total lie because I didn't give a fuck. I, I just wanted to, like, nip it, nip it in the bud. So I went, this guy goes, like, oh, what are you doing tonight? I'm only in L.A. for tonight. Um, he's visiting from out of town. And I just went, oh, I'm having dinner with my boyfriend and his mom. And the guy just wrote back, oh, good girl. Like, have fun. And I was like, cool, I will. Thanks, bye. Like, like I just have fun making up excuses to, like, you know, I don't do what I don't want to do. I don't feel the need to, like, oh, this guy's coming into town. He wants to hang out, but oh, I'm uncomfortable. Like, you know what I mean? Just, 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 like, dodge him. Men do this all the time with no guilt attached. It's just own yourself. Take care of yourself. You should, it's a new badass quality that I want you to adopt for yourself. You don't do anything you don't want to do. Don't you dare feel guilty. If if this nerd, okay, let's let's do um let's do some role playing. I'm gonna be the guy, okay? Yeah. Well, I just don't understand why he can't like. Why doesn't, doesn't he matter. have like? Because he, he likes you. Because he's a dork and he he likes you and it's a numbers game and this guy, guys do this all the time. I can't tell you. How many fucking dorky dudes I've actually ended up in bed with or making out with or getting, like, fingered or getting, like, fingered by in a car when I was, like, in my late teens, early 20s, early teens. Like, you know why? Because I went, oh, God, they just kept asking, and I just felt so bad. Oh, God. Call in. You guys, if anybody out there is listening, any girls, if you've ever done that because a guy wore you down and you didn't know how to say no, Call me. Let's talk about that. That's so important because that's, like, going to be the lesson of the night. And then I'll also tell you other stories about my week that are important, I think, because there's some lessons involved. Not that this is all about lessons. But anyway, the number is 646-378-0649. Anyway, uh, back to you. Um, yeah, don't – he keeps asking you because he, he knows he, – because he's a dork. He doesn't get the hint. He's a young guy. There's no subtlety to him. He's not refined. He's not a gentleman. He's an idiot. He's just some young, dorky dude who doesn't know what's going on, and he thinks that he just keeps asking, you know, like, Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, I guess I say yes, like, every, I don't know, like, tenth time, but no, that would hurt my feelings, and I would, like, stop asking. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would take the hint. Yeah, but the thing is, like, and a lot of guys operate like this. A lot of ugly, dorky dudes operate like this. It's a numbers game. They go out and they ask every single girl. They're always asking, 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 asking. And then they're going to find, you know, and then, you know what they bank on? The one insecure girl who has daddy issues, who is a pushover, who thinks she has to say yes. Because there are a lot of girls who are like, and I used to be one of them. I used to think, and this 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 would be like with hanging out with girls, too, as friends. Like, I would, I would meet these horrible girls that I couldn't stand. And they go, Hey, like, do you want to like hang out and like go to Melrose and go shopping this weekend or after school or something? And I would be like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, okay. And I would say yes because I felt like I had to say yes if somebody asked me, and and you don't. So don't be that girl. Like, be really strong. Be the kind of girl that's like, you are special. You got to take care of yourself, and you got to stay away from people that you're instinctually not wanting to be around. And and just. Who cares why he keeps asking you over and over again? It's not your job to get in his head and go, why would he do that? That's not logical. I would never do that. I don't understand. Why would he get this? It's not logical. All you have to do is your responsibility to yourself and now to me, because I'm your, like your big sister now, don't, mm-hmm. be don't you dare hang out with him and don't don't even worry about it. So no, not a big deal. You should be flattered. People want to hang out with you, but you're too cool and you got shit to do and you don't want to hang out with him and so you're not going to. And do not hang out with him or anybody you don't okay. want to hang out with, okay? So just okay. keep making excuses or don't even reply? 
Don't even reply. I don't even know where, if he's if he's Facebooking you, if he's coming up to you in person, if he's texting you, blah blah. Don't reply to his text. Don't reply to his Facebook. Just you got other shit going on. Pretend this is what my one of my best guy friends used to tell me. If I would get like, I'd go, oh, what happened? I mean, this this so and so is wanting me to do this, and or I, blah blah blah. She would go, you're in Paris. You're in Paris right now. And I go, what do you mean? <laughs> it's because she's just like, here she goes, you're so because you have to just like pretend your life is so busy you don't know what the fuck's going on you're so busy with work and dreaming big and you're you're like you're practically you're in london you're in paris at least in your brain even if he sees you like you've got shit to do you can't be bothered with these little these these people that you don't give a fuck about that you don't want to indulge okay like you're making them so much more important than you're making yourself and you need to you need to cut that out and and reverse that you know yeah that makes a lot of sense okay Yep, okay. thank you. So, you're welcome. Good luck. I mean, you don't even need luck. Just do it. Don't let any fucking creepy guy put a finger inside of you. Okay, anyway, area code 512. Hi. Hello, what's your name? Hello. How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, I called you a couple of weeks ago. My name is Miros, and I'm from Texas. I'm 19. Well, what's your name? You're, you're from Texas. You're 19. Tell me, you Sierra? No, Miros. Oh, okay, sorry. Keep going. Okay, so you called a few weeks ago. What, uh, well, refresh my memory, and what's going on with you now? Um, okay, so I called you a couple of weeks ago about um, my friend with benefits, and uh, I don't know if you remember. It was a while ago. Um, and he was, I don't know, I was kind of having uh, our thing hadn't begun yet, and I was um, having doubts about it because, he would like always start fights with me over text <laughs> and um so oh and I was just worried that I was going to end up liking him more than he would like me but we finally hooked up and it was it's actually pretty normal and I don't know I mean, it's just like it was natural you know it wasn't awkward or anything but afterwards um, well, we decided that it was just going to be a friends with benefits, you know, just like, that's it. And from the beginning, he was like, I don't want anything personal or emotional. And, um, afterwards he like decided to like have pillow talk and like tell me personal stuff. And now I'm really like weirded out and confused and I don't know what to think of it. Um, Here's the thing I'm going to tell you. Why did I, – I, I don't remember your original call. I, I remember bits of it, but I don't remember all the details. But I think that I told you why we don't – I thought I said you're, you guys are already fighting over text, and he sounds like kind of a dick. Why would you already – why would you give yourself over to someone and let somebody have sex with you when he's already telling you, like, he's not going to love you and he doesn't want to be your boyfriend, like, before everything? You know, like – and I, I think I told you – didn't I tell you not to hook up with him? <laughs> yeah, but I kind of used him as a rebound because I wanted to date this other guy, and now it's not really, like, working out. So, and I know I should have, I mean, but it was actually, like, really nice, and we talked, and it was really, he's, like, completely different, or he was completely different, and I, like, confronted him about it. I was like, why are you always so, like, grumpy? And he was like, oh, no, I'm not. But I don't All right, listen. Listen to me, listen to me. How many times do you guys guys had sex? 
we just won. We just choked up. Okay, so for the first you time. had sex. You just had sex one time. You know why he's not grumpy? Because <laughs> we had sex. Because he just had sex with you, and he just put his fucking penis in your vagina, and now he's all like, "Oh, that's great! I just came," and and then he's like telling you, and and so wait, you said he's having pillow talk with you, and he's telling you stuff, and you said you're confused. Are you confused because like he's telling you intimate details of his life, and you you like it, and it's lovely, or because like did he tell you some fucked up gnarly shit? No, just like personal things about his life that I mean, it's just like it's weird because. We're not supposed to have that kind of relationship, or you know, like yeah. different. When I when I'm dating someone, like that's normal. But since he was so weird about it at the beginning, you know, and now he's like oh, being I- completely the opposite of what it's just like the opposite of what I expected it to be. And I know. I know what think okay, can I tell you? Yeah. So here's the thing, because he said all this stuff to you saying, like, I don't want a relationship, it's just going to be friends with benefits and blah, 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 I think that maybe, because you're a girl, you're thinking, all right, so basically it's like, it's like he's going to have sex with you and, like, kick you out and it's going to be very cut and dry or something or something. And so it gets confusing, it gets confusing when all of a sudden he's acting like a boyfriend, he's being very kind to you, you're relaxed, you're quiet, you're you're laying together in the aftermath of, of sex and it feels really nice. It feels just like it does when you have sex with a boyfriend. But here's the thing. It was always going to be like this, except you have to, rem- like, this is, you, you are experiencing your friends with benefits thing. You are, you are experiencing what he set up. You're just getting confused because you have some other random idea of how it should be, as if he should just kick you to the curb right after he fucks you or, or something weird like that. The reason why he let you know in advance, the reason why he let you know in advance with words is because this kind of thing can be confusing because, of course, you're fucking. It's an exchange of energy. He's putting his dick inside of you. He's kissing you. You guys are looking in each other's eyes. You're getting sweaty together. He's going to put his hand in your face. Maybe you put his, your hands in his face, like, on his face. Like, it's romantic because it's sexual. You're going through all the physical actions of, like, what people who are some, who are sometimes in love with each other do. And then you're talking because you're just laying there. You're all lazy. That's intimate stuff. So if, if he he laid the groundwork, though, it is friends with benefits. This is what it is. Like, men mean what they say. If a guy says, this is what you are, unless we're dealing with a romantic comedy where all of a sudden it's like, you know, like, then he's, like, running to catch up with you at the bus stop or something, being like, I love you. <laughs> like, he's like, I said it was friends with benefits, but, oh, my God, I don't know what happened. But, like, majority of the time, like, I don't know this guy. I don't know you. But he said he wants friends with benefits. He said he's never going to be your boyfriend. This is what he wants. That's what this is. So you're getting confused. And if you can't handle it and you're starting to be like, oh, my God, it was so nice. Like, he's talking to me and it feels really good. This is weird. It doesn't seem like so cut and dry and cold like I imagined. Well, like, no, this is what's going to feel bad is when you start thinking that this is something that it's not because like men mean what they say when a guy says this stuff he thinks he's being responsible he's like i told her i told her i'm not gonna be her, her boyfriend <laughs> she agreed to it and now i'm having sex with her and but when women when we have sex with guys it is confusing because like we take the dick inside of us you know what i mean like we're taking on like you take his body into your body and like 
and it sounds like your heart is open and like and you it's like Russian roulette it's hard as a woman to have I've had a lot of sex and I've had a lot of sex like uh like where I don't care about the guy and I don't get affected and it's okay like I've done that but sometimes when I thought I wasn't going to get affected or fall in love I do end up like feeling very like, oh God, does he like me? Or why isn't he calling me? Or why why isn't he texting me back? I didn't even like him. I can't believe I can't believe I didn't even like him. And now I'm, I'm like, and now he's not texting me back. But and like, and then all of a sudden I start caring because, you know, we aren't like men. Yeah. We're different. No, we're different. Like we make babies and we take the person inside of our of our body. It's just like different. I don't know. And like, sounds like you're already starting to like him, and it's. I, which makes me worried because I already didn't like him to begin with from what you told me. And now, like, I think you guys are both having different ideas of what this is. Yeah. Ugh, I, would, I don't know. I, I wouldn't sleep with him anymore. Like, you can do whatever you want to do. You're going to do whatever you want to do. And, like, but you'll find out, like, I mean, maybe something crazy will happen and it could morph into a boyfriend and girlfriend thing if that's, you know, who knows what it could could turn into. But from what I've heard and from all my experience and from all my friends, my girlfriend's experiences and what all my guy friends say, when a dude fucking tells you he doesn't want to be with you and he doesn't ever want to be your boyfriend, he just wants to have sex with you, he means it, but we don't hear it as women. We don't. And, like, all we really have to go by are, are, like, a man's words, and we still can't hear them, you know? Yeah. Which is funny because, like, oh, yeah, and then we don't even listen when a guy says, like, I don't know, what is it about us? Well, I do the same thing. Like, if a guy says something nice, I'll take it I'll take, take it the worst way. Like, I'll manage to find the worst thing about what he said, like. Or, like, if a guy says one thing, I'll turn, I'll change it into, like, my own story. Why do we do that? Why can't we hear a guy correctly? Like, why? I don't know. It's annoying. Well, like, so who's this other guy that you said you liked that you wanted to, like, you said you're having sex with him, he's a rebound because you like some other guy. Who's that guy? <laughs> um. Well, I went on a date with him before summer started, and um, I, he was going to go back home because he goes to university here. And um, so he was just kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'll just see you when I come back. And then, uh, like, in the last couple of weeks, he's been back, and he he asked me to hang out twice, but both times he's been, like, spazzy about the plans. And I don't understand because, I mean, like, I know we don't – I don't know anything to him, and he doesn't know anything to me. And we were just kind of going to, like, start dating again, or not even dating, just hanging out, you know, getting to know each other better. Um, But he asked me out twice, and both times he kind of just, like, passed out about it. So I don't know what that means. And that kind of, like, make me me mad because I actually – it's, like, it takes a lot for me to actually genuinely like a guy. And that's why, like, the whole friends with benefits thing was, like, okay, I can – deal with that but now it's like I'm getting confused with that and then this other guy that I actually liked is being weird so I got upset I was just like hey let's hang out tomorrow so 
oh, with a friends with benefits guy because you weren't getting what you yeah. wanted from the guy you really did like. I get it, but here's the thing. So right now, and I have been in the situation, and every other girl who's listening right now has been in the situation. Like, both these dudes suck, okay? Both these guys are not for you. <laughs> and, like, for a second, I'm going to, okay, pretend, I want you to pretend you have a little daughter, okay? Like, pretend you have a little girl. Are yes. you doing this? Yeah. So let's say she goes, let's say she goes, Hey, mommy, like, I just met this guy, and I really like him, but, like, he said he was going to pick me up at 6, but then he just texted me. He didn't even call me, and he canceled. Like, mommy, what does that mean? What would you say? He doesn't like you, or he's not interested yeah. enough to pay attention to you. And I I really want you to, like, just, like, there's no right, there's no right answer. I just really want you to do this, like, weird improv thing that I'm doing right now, like, uh, let's do it. I'm going to do a different one. Okay. So it's like a week later, your little girl, she's maybe she's like 16. How, she's still your little daughter. All right. She came out of your vagina. You love her. She's baby. She's growing up. And then she goes, Mommy, Mommy, remember that boy I told you about that I really, really, really liked? And he didn't, he, like, I was waiting on the curb all night and he just never showed up and I burst into tears and I came in. Remember I told you about that? Like, he, he said he was going to pick me up again tonight. And, he didn't show up again tonight. Like, what do I do? How should I feel? Forget, forget about him. You should, you should forget about him, and you're going to find a better guy that's going to actually take you out and give you the time that you deserve. Oh, my God, Mommy, that's a great idea, Mommy, but I have this other idea. There's this, like, really kind of, like, rude guy that, like, just told me he just wants to fuck me but, like, never really love me or be my boyfriend or, like, take me out in public. Should I let him stick his dick in me? Should I, like, let him fuck me and then, like, not love me at all like and then just, like, make me feel awkward and, and like, we don't – it's, like, should I just let him have sex with me even though, like, he wants he wants somebody else to be his girlfriend probably because he doesn't want me to be his girlfriend? No, you shouldn't. You're better than that a lot better than that. There you go. I mean, both these dudes suck, and I know it sucks to be alone and, like, bored, and you want to, like, take out your anger on the guy who stood you up and is dicking you around. You want to take out your anger on him by having sex with some other guy, but the thing is, the guy who stood you up, he's not in the room with you when you're being fucked by the other asshole. Like, he's not in the room being like, hey, wait a minute, I can't believe you're you're cheating on me. I know I'm not your boyfriend, but, like, I can't believe you're doing this to me. Because the only person who's getting, like, affected by all of this is you. You're letting some fucking dude who who doesn't, like, like you as much as, you know, would be ideal for him to like you. Yeah. And and you're taking it up because you're, you're bummed out. Like, ideally, you would just fucking stay home, hang out with your friends, be quiet with yourself. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to fucking, like... You don't need one guy fucking you because the other guy won't fuck you. Like, you're okay by yourself. And, like, I don't know what you want. Like, it's totally okay to be promiscuous. It's totally okay because that's fine. We can do whatever we want. It's fucking 2013. Go have protected sex with whoever you think is neat and cool and funny and interesting and fun. Like, do whatever you want to do. But, like, if you want a boyfriend and you want somebody who treasures you and you don't want to just be some, you know, like, you don't want to just let any guy who just wants to fuck, like, inside of you, because why should you be that girl? Like, you don't have to be that girl. It's just like the other girl had a problem saying no to that to that last, yeah. like, to a guy. Who, like, you should be discerning. You decide who, who fucks you. Like, you're not just going to let anybody fuck you. Like, 
You know, like, like really know what you're getting into. Like, because I've dated guys before where I've been like, I've been like, oh, I don't want him to be my boyfriend, but he's very interesting. He treats me nicely. He treats me well. We have a good time together. We laugh. I don't want him to be my boyfriend, but I would like to roll around naked with him, make out with him, and have sex with him, but I still want to be free to, like, meet the guy that I will eventually fall in love with and be boyfriend and girlfriend with. Then... Then, that, then it means, like, you're, you're empowering yourself. Like, you are deciding who – because every guy should still treat you well. This is for, like, any girl listening. I keep saying that tonight, but, it's like, I had a very intense day yesterday, and I'm feel, still feeling intense, and I feel like I have all these things to say to girls. And, like, I don't know. Like, like yeah, fuck dudes if you want to. That's, it's not bad for you to. That, that you can do whatever you want to do. But the guy should be respectful and lovely and nice to you, and it could it should always be, whatever the exchange is, whether it's boyfriend or girlfriend or not, it should always be loving and respectful and nice. You know what I mean? Because that's, well, it should be that, you know? Like, it's too intimate and special a thing to, like, for it not to be. I don't know. I, I don't, you know what I mean? So fuck both these. I mean, don't yeah. fuck both these guys. Stay away from you. No? And you don't need to text them, just like the other girl called you don't need to give excuses. You don't have to send a text to both of them and be like, hey, um, I've been thinking about, you know, us hanging out, and I just think that we shouldn't do this anymore. You don't need to do that weird girly nonsense. Like, just do nothing. Just fucking dodge your phone, their phone calls. Don't reply to their texts. Stay busy. Masturbate. Take a, take a bath. Take an Epsom salt bath. Go on a walk. Go on hikes. Hang out with your girlfriends. Do yoga. Be busy. Wait for a cool dude to roll up for yeah. you to have sex with potentially fall in love with, you know? Yeah, definitely. Okay, good. I know. Be, be Thank good. you. You're welcome. Oh my goodness. Um phone lines are open. I'm going I'm going I'm going long tonight. I don't know why. I just feel like I want to. Uh normally it's like from nine PM to ten PM. Uh but tonight I'm gonna go a little bit longer if people still want to call in. Six four six three seven eight zero six four nine is the number. Once again, it's area code 646-378-0649. So my day, oh, just to let you know that I, like, I have really fucked up moody days also, and I, I, <clears throat> gross, um, I implement the same advice that I give people who call into this show. I give myself the same advice that I would give a caller. And so, like, sometimes I have to take my own advice and, like, I really do the things that I, like, preach or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, like yesterday, I – okay, so I have my period. I'm nearing the end of my period. And uh, – and but, like, you know, this is, like – I don't know if it's because, like, it was – I'm sure it was chemical and hormonal, and I don't know if it's because my period. I'm sure that was – of course it was. That was a part, big part of it. But it was, like, a blue moon yesterday – and it was in Aquarius, and I'm an Aquarius. And I don't know exactly what all that means, but that's what I heard, so I'm, like, going to add that to the mix as to why I had a very emotional, dark day yesterday. I was so fucking dark yesterday. It was, like, uh, and it was my mom's birthday. And basically, nothing is wrong in my life. I I have a roof over my head. I have friends. Uh, you know, I have I have Boy Crazy Radio. I have my website. I don't know. My life is good. Like, I'm not starving to death. I... I go to, you know, I go to Whole Foods and Erewhon. Everything's all good. But isn't it crazy? Like, and I know people out there can relate to this. Like, how everything can be fine one day, 
and then all of a sudden, because of a chemical imbalance or an, an, off, an off day where you start spiraling and overthinking, that you can just dip so fucking low to a place that you didn't even know you had in you, that you just feel so bad. And it's like this feeling where it's just like, it's like you're, I don't know, you just feel so empty. I, like, you're, like your insides just drop out. I, don't, I can't explain it, but I felt that way yesterday. I got very dark, and I don't want to say how dark, because, you know, I'm not going to say suicidal. I, I could say suicidal, but, I'm, you know, yeah, that's not allowed. That is not allowed. Suicide is not allowed, and anybody who listens to Boy Crazy Radio is not allowed to commit suicide because we're going to figure it out together. I was not I was not suicidal yesterday, but I was like super dark and bummed out and I can understand how people get to the level of suicide, like feeling like that. You know, I, I know that I did when I was like a teenager. So that feeling was like really, like I recognize the feeling, but I'm also like a grown-up now and I'm logical enough to be like, to do this thing called cognitive behavioral therapy on myself where I'm like, okay, Hey, Lexi, it's me. I'm talking to you. I'm talking I'm talking you through this. Logically, nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. And then the other side of my brain is like, but wait a minute, that person looked at me the wrong way. And like, what's going to happen in my life? I'm like, nothing's, like, everything's fucked. Like, everything's just like, who knows what's going to happen. Nothing's going to work out. Like, everybody hates me. I have no friends. I feel really lonely. I feel totally uninspired. I feel miserable. I have no energy. I'm sad. I'm ugly. I'm repulsive. Like, like, Nobody loves me. I just feel like blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I have these two aspects aspects of my brain talking to me at once. So yesterday, here's how the day began. This will be ridiculous because now I feel really good today, which is also amazing because how scary is that? This is for anybody out there who is feeling like dark and possibly suicidal or just really fucking bad. It's It's hilarious how I felt that way yesterday and then now today, like, I can look back at just yesterday, like not even 24 hours ago, and I'm fine. Like, I'm okay. Anyway, so it was my mom's birthday yesterday, and I was running late, which already kind of bums me out. I was running late, having a hard time getting out of bed, had horrible cramps, felt guilty immediately because I was running late to go meet my mom in a salon to get my mom's hair done, like, for her birthday. I was so happy to do that, and then I just put all this guilt on myself. See, that's the thing little things turn into the biggest things that are really like not that big of a deal. But all of a sudden it's this impending doom that weighs on you, this doom, this doom, this doom and gloom on your shoulders. Like, and these are, and I'm not even, I'm not even going to say these are stupid white girl problems because I have plenty of black friends and Latina friends who go through the exact same thing. So how dare you? We got to, we got to end this white girl problem thing. It's totally racist. Asian girls have tons of problems. And uh, anyway, so We'll call this highbrow problems, highbrow problems, hmm. modern-day problems, first-world problems. Anyway, whatever. Um, okay, I'm going to get back to my fucking ridiculous story. So I wake up late. I'm moving slow. I already feel guilty for not the fact that I'm not going to be on time to meet my, meet my mom at the salon. I want everything to be perfect for her, and now I fucked it up because I'm late, and she's going to, like, you know, not – I don't know what I'm thinking, and then I get there, and I hate when I'm late, and I hate when I'm running late, and all the guilt that's attached to that. But then I'm not feeling good. I don't really want to be with anybody, but then I'm also thankful to be around people because it's better than just being alone when I'm living in my head and feeling really bad. So I'm making conversation, and it's blah, blah, and everything's fine. And then at the end of it, like, 
this is some nonsense thing. Like I fucked up. I paid for the hair thing that I got done for my mom. I did that when she wasn't looking, so I didn't want her to be part of the payment process at all. I didn't want her to see any of how much it cost or blah blah blah. Because I wanted, I wanted to, you know, treat her to this magical thing and just have her feel like you know money is not involved at all. It's just this magical experience. So then I realized that like while I was paying, I forgot that the guy included a blow dry that was not put on the bill, and I felt this like I was like, oh my god. I just scammed this guy out of the blow dry that he included for my mom. Oh, my God, he's going to find out about this, and he's going to think I'm some cheapskate fuck who, like, fucked him over, and I really like this guy, and I'll never be able to come back here ever again. This is my freakout, my West Hollywood midday freakout about a blow dry at a salon. So I run over to him, and I go, oh, my God, I think I just scammed you out of a free blow dry. I am so sorry. I do not want my mom to hear this. Should you charge me later? Just or, or and I'll take care of it later because I don't want my, my, want my mom to know. Or can you just like tell them at the front desk? And he's like just staring at me like, and I can't really hear his response because he's not really responding because like I'm talking so much and just much like I am now and it's just too much and I'm just handling the situation really clunky and not graceful and totally spastic and dorky, which I later beat myself up about because while I'm doing this, I just feel like, ah, oh, this is not graceful. I'm offending a fucking spaz. Ah, I should have just taken the free blow dry. Why am I volunteering to pay for this $65 blow dry? <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, I'm like overthinking all the shit. And I'm like, oh my God, everybody in the salon's going to talk shit behind my back. Even though I, and then, so I pay for the blow dry. I walk back up to the hair guy and I go, just so you know, I will never be the person who scams you out of a blow dry. And then I like hug him like unnecessarily a few more times. And like, and, uh, he's like, okay. And, uh, and then I'm, I, I don't know. I was just like, why? Uh. And then my mom is like seeing this kind of happen, and I feel like an, a dork and an idiot. And then, uh, and we leave there. And then I'm thinking, oh my god, they're all talking shit about me. He probably thinks I, I did scam him out of something. I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm overthinking all this shit. That's some ridiculous non-problem bullshit there. So that is now weighing in my soul. Now my mom goes to leave, and I'm like lonely, and feel like I have no friends and feel like everybody at the salon hates me and thinks I'm a dork and also thinking, God, should I have just taken that free blow dry? I don't know. Or like, or, or I hope he knows that I, I still tipped him well and I paid for the blow dry. Why am I obsessing when I did everything right? Anyway, then, God, this story's going nowhere. I'm, I'm already over my whole thing. So rehashing it is no, anyway, but anyway, so the point of all of this is, and my neighbors downstairs are talking and I can't focus. Uh, say goodbye to my mom. And all of a sudden, that just led me into, like, even though I knew that was not a problem, and that's how ridiculous all this is, that you can get so moody out of a non, like, a nothing thing. Like, perhaps you go to school, and somebody looks at you the wrong way, or laughs, uh, makes a joke or something behind your back, and you think people are laughing. I'm just saying, like, how a tiny non-thing can just, like, make you spiral. So I begin spiraling and overthinking and trying to talk myself out of it. I say goodbye to my mom and miss her the minute I say goodbye to her. And I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do now? And uh, I go about my business, um, and then from then and there, I just felt completely lonely. And now I'm dating this person, and the funny thing is, here's the main point I'm going to take out of this story, if there is a point, and there is, I swear. I did get over, like, my, because all of that stuff, like, spiraled into, like, an existential, an existential, existential crisis of, like, 
is my life going to be okay? Am I not doing enough? Like, what does it all mean? Who are my friends? Like, everything looks so dark. Is everything going to be okay? Like, like uh, are all my dreams going to come to blah, 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 like all this shit. So it started from nothing and turned into an existential, like, debacle. Like, I got swallowed up in a black hole. Any other time, if I had been single and felt this way, it would just be on me to make myself feel better. I'd have nobody to talk or talk about it to or vent to. I would talk about it with my mom or I'd talk about it with a friend, but, like, if they said the wrong thing, I wouldn't, like, get so mad at them or I wouldn't, like, put so much pressure on a person for to solve it. Like, I only do that with boyfriends. And I notice that when I'm single and I go through a terrible crisis or something, like, it's a lot more cut and dry and clean because when you're a single woman and you make all your own money and you have like, you don't have pillow talk with anyone and you don't have like a sweet, like a person, like a boyfriend to like you, whose arms you can fall into. You take on both gender roles. Like you play the part of the masculine, you, you, you're masculine and you're feminine. Like, cause I'm a girl, but then I just do this thing where it's like almost easier. It's more cut and dry where I, solve all my own shit. I go, I don't have time to cry about this shit. I've got to figure it out. I don't have time to cry. I've got to move forward. I've got to get through this. I have to stop feeling this way. I have to run errands. I've got to go to the grocery store. But then when I have a boyfriend, all of a sudden I decide, oh, well, I have this person and it's his job to make me feel better because isn't that what a boyfriend does? And then if they don't fucking say the right thing or act like they care enough or blah, 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 Oh, my God. Then I'm, like, devastated. Then I go, not only do I feel the impending doom of the earth and the world falling on my shoulders already, which is why I need somebody to make me feel better, now I'm upset because the person I've chosen to have sex with and, and, and be monogamous to and call my person, they aren't even offering their emotional support that I need or they're not offering the, the correct emotional support that I've decided they should give me. So, like, I just thought that was an interesting thing because, you know, like, it's nice that I've, anyway, so I think I did this with this person yesterday. It's, it's fucked up because I'm, like, in a long-distance relationship with someone. And, like, you know, ideally, I don't want to talk about the thing. I would just want to crawl into his arms and just, like, be distracted and watch a movie and talk about other stuff or cry and have him hold me and, like, and then get through it because I'm just hormonal and, and having my period and there's a full moon and all this shit. You know, we can just tickle each other or have sex or just, like, do whatever. But when you're in a long-distance thing, it's like, oh, the poor guy. Like, all you have is the phone. And if the, other, if the person who's on the other end of the phone isn't, like, an expert communicator, like, with words, but they're great in person, and they're lovely and super kind, but, and, and I don't know, like, it's, it's so, there's so much expectation, and when there's so much expectation, you just get fucked, so, like, I just, uh, anyway, I just think that's such a weird thing. I want to try to merge the two things and not put so much expectation on, like, merge single version me and maybe other girls out there who are single can relate or, or in a new relationship can relate. Like, like when you have to take, like, I'm just happy I've met someone that I can have fun with when I hang out with them and, like, who's a really lovely person and who only wants the best for me and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's great. I met that person. 
and ultimately they can't take all my pain away. Like they can't make everything better. Like knowing that they want to and they would if they could, that's lovely. And there are different degrees that like of how somebody can help you through something and you know, sometimes like oh God, I'm all over the place. I'm trying to find a point in all of this. I'm just fucking venting. If anybody can relate to this, I I hope you can. If you can't, I'm sorry. Turn your fucking computer off. I'm I'm nearly done. Um, press stop on your iTunes. But Hmm. I do have a point somewhere in my brain. Oh, yeah. I have to remember, personally, for me, and maybe other people, this will be helpful. Like, not everybody can be everything. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I've dated a lot of people. And some people are, like, really great at this thing, and but, like, ugh, I can't stand kissing them. But they're, like, really charming, and, and they're a good dresser. Or I'll meet another person, and, like, they're good at this stuff, but then they're not that great. They're not very good at this other thing. Like, the point is not everybody. We're just people. We're figuring it out, and you're getting to know someone. You have to, like, figure it out and, like, you can't expect, especially with guys. I feel like women, like, we put all these, like, expectations on guys to be, like, everything. And that'll make you fail every time because then you'll just date some other person. You'll be like, oh, well, they're they're really good at, like, trying to solve a problem really quickly with words over the phone, but, like, they're no fun. They're not adventurous. They, like, do this. Like, like I don't know. I'm not even, like, insulting the guy that I'm dating now. Like, I felt bad for him. He was totally lovely, and he, like, sent lovely texts, and, like, he did listen to me on the phone, and, like, he let me talk, and that's all I really wanted to do, and I wanted to be heard and all this stuff. But he couldn't win. A lot of times, like, you know, nobody can win. When you're in a bad mood and you tell, like, your boyfriend at the time or, you know, whoever's listening on the other end to your bad mood, they can't win because they can't fix it because it's in you to fix. So, like, he was actually totally lovely, but, like, I guess what I'm trying to learn is, like, I have to not expect one person to be everything and to deliver uh, things like I would deliver things, like handle situations like I would handle situations, or to, like, do things a certain way, because it's, like, it's not like that. And uh, and also, it's, like, if I were alone and I didn't have another person in my life, I would be a bummer. And then I would just get through my, my horrible day on my own. So I'm lucky enough to have some awesome person in my life who maybe doesn't know exactly what to do, but is pretty good at it. But I don't know. It's just, like, all these different lessons about, like, oh, anyway, about being in relationship and, like, fumbling through stuff and getting through moods together and the difference between handling situations when you're single versus, like, with someone and how all of a sudden, like, uh-oh, i got another person. Now they've got to fix me. It's like, oh, God, that sucks for that other person. Anyway, I am fucking blabbing. I'm going to take another phone call. Area code 701. What the fuck are you talking about? You just don't, don't shut the fuck up, do you? I don't. Just this. constant fucking shit coming out of your mouth. It's true. Can I help you? You could by uh, closing this sh- showdown completely and just never coming back on here. Really? Then why do you even take the time to, like, call in? I just told you. But, like, why would you waste your time to, like, call me right now? Why would you waste your time thing? even being on here just uh, talking about the most pointless fucking shit on the planet? 
You're the one that's wasting time. Toilet. You have nothing better to do. It's You're fucking crazy. Time. You're a complete crazy, crazy bitch. Am I? You're fucking psycho. You're the one wasting your time. That's totally fine. I don't think so. But thank you. Area code 301. Hello? Hello? Are you calling to be nasty too? Hello? Yes, you're on. I don't All right. Well what a way what a way to go out. What a fantastic way to go out. Yes. I take my time getting to my points, but thank God primarily girls listen to this show so I can think about all my thoughts and fucking blab, and then if you want to waste your time being a fucking dick and calling in, it's totally fine, because I do this every single week, and I enjoy it, and it makes me really happy, and then girls who call in seem to benefit from it, and they have a great time, and I know that because I get tons of emails, and I get tons of feedback, and I get phone calls from them, so... Oh, God. Am I going to get a bunch of prank calls right now? So this is what happens. I go into a second hour, and I get, like, tons of prank phone calls. Yeah. If you think I'm a crazy bitch and I talk too much, do yourself a favor. Put yourself out of your misery. Stop listening. And we both win. Anyway. Oh, God. Who's this calling? 301? All right. Anyway, I am going to wrap up the show because I've said all the fucking shit I want to say anyway. Um, Not because that guy told me to. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at I'mBoyCrazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. And, uh, oh, God, I didn't get to the voicemail messages. All right. If you can't call in during the live show and you want me to listen to your your problem, leave a message on, on Boy Crazy Voicemail Box, which is area code 888-666-2045. Um, and that is it. I'm going to play this out with the exact same song that I played at the beginning of the show. My new favorite song is called Call Her Dreams by Schoolboy Q. And I don't care what everyone else says. I love you.
Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40. And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. 
We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for game plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer lands 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.